In wholesale real estate, all too often there is a disparity between the lowest price a seller will take and the highest price the wholesaler is willing to pay, but it's not always just the price that a seller considers when deciding if he or she will accept your offer. On this video, I wanna show you five ways to get your offer accepted without coming up on price. But first, if you don't know me, I'm Jerry Norton. I make millions of dollars a year wholesaling and flipping houses. And here on my YouTube channel, I show you how to do the same. So if you wanna be a flipping genius like me and live your dream life, subscribe to my channel and watch my videos. It's important to understand that for a distressed seller, the first priority is feeling confident the buyer can perform and close on the purchase. The reason certainty is often more important than price is because a motivated seller has urgency. For a variety of different reasons, he wants that problem property out of his life ASAP. A motivated seller will gladly trade equity for peace of mind. Now, it's been said that people do business with people they know, like, and trust, and in wholesale real estate, that's never been more true. Having said that, there are five specific things you can do to increase the seller's confidence in your ability to perform without coming up on price. The first should be obvious, but I want to mention it just to make sure, and that's to offer all cash. And in the wholesaling industry, all cash often is thrown around casually, and most people misunderstand what a cash offer really means. All cash does not mean a brown paper bag full of $100 bills. It simply means there is not a financing contingency. A financing contingency means that the buyer's ability to close on the purchase is dependent or contingent on getting approval from a lending institution like a bank. In that case, if the buyer is unable to secure financing, he's allowed to terminate the contract without any repercussions. So all cash means one way or another, you'll have the funds to purchase by the closing date in the contract or else you're in breach of the contract. So for example, let's say that you make an all cash offer for 100,000 and you agree to pay a deposit of 5,000 and then you are unable to procure the 100,000 by closing. Since your all cash offer means that there is not a financing contingency, you would forfeit your deposit to the seller. Now, my point is that a cash offer is a much stronger offer than an offer with a financing contingency because there is more certainty that you will perform. The second way to get your offer accepted without coming up on price is to show proof of funds. It's one thing to say that your offer is all cash, and it's an entirely different thing to prove it. Imagine you showed the seller a bag full of $100 bills and said, this could be yours if you accept my offer. Here, Dad, this is a bag full of money so you can flip houses. Oh, okay. Thank you, sweetheart. That would provide a lot of certainty. Now, funds that are readily available or liquid, like a recent bank statement, are referred to as a hard proof of funds. But if you're not a flipping genius like me and don't have bags of cash lying around the house, the next best thing is a soft proof of funds, like a pre-approval letter. And by the way, if you're a pro or prime level subscriber to my Flipster software, you get unlimited custom proof of funds letters for as many offers as you want. To learn more, go to getflipster.com. Now, if you're making cash offers on market, a proof of funds is critical because agents will require it almost every single time. But even with off market where you're direct to seller, showing a proof of funds, even if they don't ask for it, is only going to strengthen your offer. The third way to get your offer accepted without coming up on price is to remove any contingencies. Now, contingency is an exception to the offer, but from the seller's perspective, it could be viewed as a weasel clause, 
a way to back out of the contract, making your offer less certain. Now, the most common contingency is an inspection contingency. An inspection contingency means you have a specified amount of time to do due diligence about the property. For example, let's say that you make a cash offer for $100,000 with a 10-day inspection contingency. That means you would have 10 days where you could back out of the contract without any repercussions. Now, I use inspection contingencies all the time. It gives me a window of time to do due diligence, verify my numbers, talk to cash buyers, and really just make sure that I like the deal. But I'm well aware of the possible negative impact my inspection contingency has on my offer. That's my point. For example, if I make a cash offer for $100,000 with a 10-day inspection and another wholesaler makes the same cash offer for $100,000 but waives his inspection contingency and all other things are equal, who has the stronger offer? Between the two of us, which offer is more certain to close? Which offer is the seller going to choose? Clearly, the offer without a contingency. Again, don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying waive your inspection contingency. I'm saying it's one additional way to position a stronger offer. Okay, the fourth way to get your offer accepted without coming up on price is to offer a substantial earnest money deposit, or for short, EMD. Earnest money is a good faith deposit paid up front with an executed contract that is held in escrow by the title company. Now, if you perform according to the terms of the contract, the EMD is applied towards the purchase on the day of closing. If you wholesale your contract, the earnest money deposit is refunded to you. Now, if you don't perform on the contract, you forfeit your EMD and the seller keeps it. In the wholesale industry with private sellers, it's common for wholesalers to not offer earnest money or to offer a very little earnest money like $10 or $100. There are two reasons why earnest money is rare with private sellers. First, wholesalers don't offer it to minimize their risk. That way, if they illegitimately back out of the contract, they don't have any risk because there's no earnest money to forfeit. The second reason is just like with proof of funds, sellers don't know to ask for it. Whereas with on-market properties, earnest money is always required because agents know better and always require it. In my business, whether it's on or off market, I often use earnest money as a way to make my offer stand out above all other offers. For example, let's say that you make a cash offer to a seller for $100,000 with no earnest money, and I make the same $100,000 cash offer, but with a $5,000 earnest money, which offer is stronger? All other things being equal, you better believe my offer will win. The fifth way to get your offer accepted without coming up on price is to offer a faster closing. The faster you can close, the stronger your offer. I once had a seller lower his price by $20,000 if I would close in five days instead of 30 days. Remember, motivated sellers have urgency to sell their unwanted properties. Your job is to find out what the hot buttons are to the seller. What is most important? Is it no contingencies most important? Is closing in 10 days most important? Is putting down a big earnest money most important? Ask questions and find out and then tailor craft your offer. Hey, just a quick thanks to one of our sponsors and we'll get right back to the video. This video is brought to you by PropWire. Now I get asked all the time how to find motivated seller leads and PropWire is simply the best software for finding leads and downloading lists. And the best part is it's 100% free and there are no limit to how many leads you can download. PropWire has vacant houses, pre-foreclosures, absentee owners, REOs, auctions, high equity properties, probate, tired landlords, and more, plus custom filters and stack lists so that you can laser target the most motivated sellers in your area. 
Plus, they have cash buyers and private lenders nationwide, so you can quickly wholesale houses and fund your rehab projects. Oh, and one more thing. This is not some seven-day free trial that requires a credit card. Anyone can create a free account with just their email address and start building lists and downloading leads for free right away. Check it out at joinpropwire.com. Now, you might be thinking right now, well, shoot, Jerry, I don't have proof of funds and I'm not comfortable waiving contingencies and I don't have $5,000 to offer for earnest money. And even if I did, I'm not willing to risk $5,000. I mean, what if I can't find a buyer? Good point. I get it. Do what you can. My job is to show you how to play the real estate game to win. If anything, I hope to open your eyes so that you're aware of how the terms of your offer impact your ability to win deals without compromising price. Now, let me show you two different deals where I use these five different terms to get my offer accepted without coming up on price. First was an off-market property. My original offer was very standard. I offered all cash for $175,000 with a 10-day inspection, $1,000 in earnest money, and close in 30 days. And the seller countered back at $190,000 and he wouldn't budge any lower. Now, I also found out that a local wholesaler previously tied up the property and then backed out two weeks later. So now the seller is skeptical of cash buyers being able to perform. So here's what I did. I countered back that I had to stay at $175,000. That was as high as I could pay on price, but I would remove my inspection contingency and provide a $10,000 non-refundable earnest money deposit and close in two weeks. And that certainty did it. The seller accepted my offer. Now, on another occasion, a property came out for sale on the MLS and it was priced very aggressively. I knew there would be a ton of action and I'd be competing with other investors. So right out of the gate, I offered $59,000 all cash, a $10,000 non-refundable earnest money deposit, no contingencies, and close in seven days. And to really destroy my competition, I followed my double dip technique and I went straight to the listing agent so they were super motivated to help me get the deal and it worked. I ended up getting the deal and the agent told me later that there were over 10 offers that were all cash for more than 59,000, but I still got the deal. Now, if you thought that was brilliant, leave a comment and say, way to go, Jerry, you are a flipping genius. And to help you really negotiate and get the best offer you can, be sure to get both my seller scripts and my agent scripts. I'll give them both to you for free. I'll put the links in the description below for you. And finally, there are situations where you take the complete opposite approach and you offer to give the seller money in exchange for him giving you flexible terms in return. This is called creative financing and I did a video that breaks it down in detail for you. Watch that video now. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to my channel and I'll see you on the next video.